Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to Bouncing Back, a new podcast to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For the 10th episode, we've got Benji Shaw, who's most recently a senior copywriter at DDB in New York. Benji, you know, super happy to have you on. For sure, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you very much. It's uh, crazy I've done 10 already and happy to have you as the 10th. Wonderful. Maybe, uh, Tell everyone how you're dealing with this pandemic, where you're quarantining, and, and how you've been keeping busy the last few months. For sure. So I'm quarantined in beautiful Ditmas Park, Brooklyn, in a 500-square-foot apartment with my incredibly supportive girlfriend, Caitlin, and our Beagle Rescue Max. And with my free time, I teach a Miami Ad School New York headline writing class called Short and Sweet. So the upside to having all this extra free time is that I can dedicate a lot of it to my students. We're about seven weeks into the quarter, and I'm seeing a lot of growth from them, both on the projects they're currently working on, but more importantly, in the long term, I'm seeing growth in their writing ability, which is really exciting and special to me. And then I've also been relaxing. I've been using my free time to cook uh, purple carrot vegan meals, and I feel great. I know this is a little bit of a strategy line, but the best and most honest way to position how I feel right now in the job search is refreshed, but not rusty. <laughs> I love that. Eating vegan. Helping, you know, kids break into the industry. It's awesome. Maybe just tell everyone about yourself, where you've worked, you know, clients you've worked on, and what you're looking for in your next role. Perfect. Yeah. So my most recent experience is at DDB New York. Before that, I was at 360i for almost four years, and I began my career at an agency called MRY. And I've worked on a ton of different brands, but a few I'd like to specifically call out are HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, 7-Eleven, Nespresso, Visa, and Capital One. And then if you head over to the About section of my portfolio, you can find some of my stand-up comedy, which is a hobby of mine. Well, it's awesome. That Curb stuff in your portfolio was great. And, you know, encourage anyone listening to go check that out. What are you looking for in your next role? Yeah, so... um, what, what I'm looking for is, is an agency that uh, appreciates and knows how to use uh, my skill set. I think sometimes recruiting seems to be, well, we're a soda company. Let's get writers with experience on soda companies. Or we do TV work. Let's look for writers with TV work. And I'd rather the question be, we're a brand that's looking to do something humorous. Can we find a writer who gets our brand's voice? Totally. And I think that's super you know, important, just finding the right tone and, and finding agencies that, you know, fit the work you want to do. For sure. What would you say are your best qualities? Yeah. So my, um, my best qualities are that I bring real, uh, a significant amount of, of, pardon me with the noise of, uh, positivity and energy. And then I also think I have soft skills and then, uh, work specific qualities. I feel like I'm a writer who can write and I feel like I, uh, I, I can work really nicely within with concepting, but also within the parameters of somebody's existing idea. Yeah, which is, you know, super important these days. I know I love the curb idea, but what would you say is your favorite piece in your book? Yeah, so my book leans towards humor, but my favorite piece in it is actually something I wrote for Visa when I was a junior copywriter. The Supreme Court was about to hand out their marriage equality decision, and I was tasked with copy for a social post. Visa, of course, has a tagline, Visa, everywhere you want to be. And so based off of that, I came up with love accepted everywhere. It's only three words, but it's a line that they've continued to use over the past five years. 
And so the one thing I love about it is that it's something that could be really meaningful to a company and its employees. But the other thing that I really love about it is that it's an important reminder of the power of words, that the correct words can last, even if they're three words, they can last five years or more. And so it's exciting because I didn't know they were continuing to use it. And then I see it pop up now and then and I feel like my words had a lasting meaning and impact. That's great. And I think super important as a writer too, to not answer that question as a, oh, I like the, you know, manifestos and the long form TV. I think that kind of comes with the job, but being able to know that sometimes it's, it's three words that can answer the brief is, is really valuable too. For sure. What will agencies be getting if they hire you? Yeah, so they're going to be getting someone who, one, works hard always, but two, particularly coming out of a pandemic, is going to work even harder. Two, someone who can uh, write a lot and write well, and also can, in addition to writing high volume, can write really quickly when that's needed. I know we're a fast-paced industry now. And then also they will be getting someone who's relentlessly positive, a team player, and someone who tries to bring soft skills to, uh, to the, the account and to the agency. Great. Maybe, you know, you touched on it a little bit, but what, you know, exactly do you teach at Miami Ad School? How do you get into that role? And then maybe also touch on your stand-up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So teaching, I, uh, I teach short and sweet is what it's called. So it's all about writing things that are short and sweet. And what's really interesting about it is some of my students are copywriters, some of them are art directors, some of them are really comfortable with, with the work and get it immediately. Some of them are sort of figuring it out and so teaching a class if there are 10 or 11 students and I have to teach to 10 or 11 different voices or different ways that people uh, gravitate towards writing or different levels of comfort I think it's really nice to to teach um, the full the full spectrum of students which is is really fun and interesting some of the classes I teach are about tagline writing is, is one week we spend a week on on print or ad-like object writing. And then we spend a week that's really fun on contextual out of home. So it's stuff like the subway, the ads on the subway that you see that can tell you're a New Yorker. And, and the lesson there is really making it relevant and talking one about your product, but two about your audience. So I, I think people do really well. And then we spend a little bit of time on social media and, and Twitter writing. And that one always has a lively debate in class. So it's really fun. I'm um, sure, but yeah, really you know, important just to learn how to to think that way and something that you kind of assume people know, but once you, I'm sure, teach, you know, people trying to break into the ad industry, they're not really aware of all those different, you know, ways your brand should be thinking and should be writing. For sure. What, uh, tell me a little about your stand-up. Yeah, so I, I, when I was a student in Miami ad school, they make all the writers take a stand-up class. And I was the only writer that wanted to do stand-up, and so I thought I was amazing, I was great, they had me headline, I thought, oh wow, this is it, I'm very funny. I had a phenomenal teacher there, uh, Craig Baldo, who's a, a creative director in advertising, and also does crowd warm-up for a bunch of uh, TV shows, and when I got to 360i a few years later, he was a creative director there, and he said, hey Ben, you know you have to actually go continue to do stand-up, you're funny, you should do it. So I signed up for a class full of people who wanted to do comedy, and then suddenly I'm in the middle of the pack and I'm not this amazing talent. But I, I kept at it for a number of years, and it's really fun and it's something I enjoy. I don't do it as much anymore, but I think I learned a lot of the strategy of it, and I think, I think that's something that I always am taking with me 
because it's it's long copy if you think of it a five minute set but it's also short copy every single sentence and every single line has to really matter and the way you write setup lines to set up your punchline really matters and everything so yeah interesting way to think about it and that's the one thing i'm i'm trying to do out of this pandemic is sign up for a little uh stand-up class and force myself to do it well i took the class at comedy cellar and i highly recommend that one awesome uh great i mean last question for me is do you have a, a dream agency maybe want to give a shout out to yeah so this is a little bit uh cliche in a sense i've seen a lot of people say this already but i want to say wide in new york and the reason i want to say that is that as creatives we all got into this work for the opportunity to be truly creative and i think widen is a place that recognizes and understands this if i can pitch myself to widen for two seconds i'm a football super fan with a sense of humor i particularly love the work you do on bud light and i think i'd be a really great fit at that style of writing and then for anybody who isn't widen and kennedy what i'd say is if you're a creative director who aspires to do truly creative again preferably humorous work and you want someone who can concept, but also, again, somebody who can live within the framework of your idea. I really think I'm the person that you're looking for. There you have it. You know, thanks so much for you know, being willing to do something like this, put yourself out there. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, so email me. Uh, I'm sure you'll include it in the post, but my email address is benjamin.elieli.shaw at gmail.com. Awesome. And what football team are you a fan of? I'm a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. I, uh, I go home maybe two or three times a, a year for a home game, and I try to get to one away game a year and uh, go birds. All right, better than being a Jets fan these days. So I envy you on that at least. For sure. And uh, yeah, that's it. You know, good luck. Thanks so much. And I think that's a wrap for the 10th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much.